Hallelujah. It's great to always be in the presence of God. You know, we are going to have spiritual emphasis. And it's very, very important to be in a listening mood and in obedient mood. Anytime you come to the presence of God, you should be ready to take instruction and obey. You should be inclined your ear to God. Turn your ear to God throughout the program. Don't just come and sit down and be a spectator. This is not a football match with 11 people on one side, 11 on the other side, trying to chase a ladder, but that is inflated. This is a relationship with God. I pray that you will put yourself in this mood. But when God wants to speak, he started speaking to Samuel. He called Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel was in a listening mood. He heard what God was saying. He went to Eli. I said, you are calling me. He said, no, I'm not the one calling you. He went again. He heard the same voice. He said, I'm going to teach you. Say, what do you have to say? Speak. That servant is listening or hearing. I'm in the mode, Lord, ready to speak. Until he put himself in that mode, God never spoke. God was drawing his attention, but he was in another mode. So God continued calling him, calling him at the message to bring out but the man was not ready. He doesn't even know who is speaking. Until Eli taught him that look, when he speak, tell him, Lord, speak. Your servant hearing. Servants are to obey. Isn't it? Say, speak. I'm in a position to do whatever you tell me to do. Sometimes we go to a meeting and we prescribe to God what he should say and what he should do. You then become God. So he doesn't need to act again. But come as a servant, Lord, speak. I want to hear from you. Then God spoke. And do you know what happened? You know what God told him? God gave him the message. I don't even think, then the Lord said to someone, Behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. Hey! I said, Then in that day, I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house. 
from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge for what? I will do what? For the iniquity he knows. So it means that this message has been told. He's spoken to Eli that I will judge. That's not the first time Eli is hearing it. God himself has spoken to him. He didn't heed to it. He didn't act to it. He didn't obey it. So God yet didn't come at one and say, Eli, I'm going to destroy you and your children. Oh? Is that not what God is saying? So that was not the first time God is saying that thing. He said, I have already spoken to him. He knows it. This is not a fresh news to him. He knows it. And I will not judge him for what he doesn't know. For I have told him. Who have told him? Who? Who did he tell? What did he tell him? That I will judge his house because his sons made themselves vile and he did not restrain them. And therefore, I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. Huh. If God gives you up, who can rescue you? I pray that we don't get to the end like that for God to give us up. Some people just, we think we play with God. So Samuel lay down until morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. You know, there's some vision you want to tell people. There are some, if God has said, hey, I'm going to make Eli A, B, C, D. I'm going to bless Eli's house. Like the first morning when he gets up, you want to tell the prophecy so that Eli will say, hey, God, God, God. But there are some bad news you, 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 it is difficult to carry. So he got up in the morning. So somewhere laid down until the, the open, he opened the, the doors of the house of the Lord and Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son, he answered, here I am. And he said, what is the word that the Lord spoke to you? Please, do not hide it from me. God do so to you. And more also, if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you. So he put this boy, no, God didn't tell him, either sometimes God brings a message. He didn't tell him to tell somebody. He just gave you a revelation. So sometimes the decision to tell the person or not, you don't know. And God didn't tell him not to tell uh, <laughs> Eli to say, Lord, now I want to be your friend. I'm just telling you what I want to do. <laughs> this is what I, I want to do, but I've already told him. So the man said, tell me. If you don't tell me, God should do the same thing to you. 
So he, know, he, he, knows, he knows that bad news is coming. So this boy, if it was a good news, he won't, I'll keep it so that I can get the same, the same blessing. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. You can't fight God. You can't change the mind of God. You can't twist his hands. When God decides, look, he's already sealed it. He's spoken to Eli, spoken to Eli, spoken to Eli several times. Eli didn't mind. Don't let us get to a place God will give us up. I pray that we won't get to that point. Amen. Amen. That's not what I'm talking about. What I want to say is that you must be in a listening mode and also in an obedient mode. Well, Eli was in a listening mode, but not obedient mode. So he heard God, but he never acted upon what he had. So as we go through this, whatever God tells you, do it. If you are not ready to do anything, then don't listen. God is not only a storyteller, he wants to do something in our life. And I pray that you will be in that position to listen. I believe that God's presence will be here. The presence of God is very important and vital to the individual, to the church, to the body of Christ, even to this world. That if there's anything we should seek for, it is God's presence. But it's not everyone that benefits when God appears. Prepare yourself so that you can have the benefit of God's presence. Say amen. amen. Oh, I hope you are getting me. Yes. See, there was a time Jesus was preaching. They always said the Pharisees were there, the Sadducees were there, and the presence of the Lord was there to heal. So God's presence was there to heal. But not everyone that got healed. Okay. Now it happened on a, on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and what? Teachers of the law sitting by. They were what? The Pharisees know things they know too much. They think they have studied theology. And they've got degrees, masters, doctors of this in, in theology about God. So, 
they go with the mind of not learning, but the mind to criticize what they don't understand. Because what they don't understand, then it's not God. So the Pharisees were there, there, they what? The teachers of the law. The teachers of the law were also what? There. These are the people that govern the people, that, that mold the life of Israel, the religious life. They were there, and they said, young man, young man, 30-something years, and this old man with white beard, who seemed to have had experience with God, better than this young man they saw, who is telling them that he is God's son. So they were there. There was a point. Let me read it. Who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the what? The power of the Lord was present to do what? To heal them. The power of the Lord was why? Anytime God is with you, his presence is there in power. But it is not everybody that benefits from it. Sometimes, I used to have program and I used to travel at night. Sometimes I did. You go to a village, the village, there's darkness, no light. I think we went to some place like that. As if you can touch the darkness at night. And just some few meters, you see high tension cables running through the town. Carrying power that can give them light, but they are in darkness. So the fact that there's a high tension passing through your village doesn't mean that you have light. Unless you have the ability to step down, is it right? That power to the voltage that can be domestically used. It is not even enough to have a step down, uh, how do you call it? Something to bring it down. You also have to carry that to your house through cable. It's not enough to have a meter in your house. You need to be able to connect to the area I wanted. It's not enough to have that connection with a holder. You need a bulb. Whatever you put in that power, if it's supposed to give light, it will give you light. If it's supposed to give us cool air like this, it gives us cool air. If it's supposed to give us what? 
heat, the same power can be converted into heat, cold, light, grand, uh, uh, pan. This is we have fufu machines. Do your fufu, everything. Wash your things. But what are you putting inside? What makes you enjoy it is the faith that you have. You plug a faith for healing. Then it produces healing in your life. You plug in whatsoever you want in your life. Then it produces the same thing. So you can be in the presence of God in the, before the power of God and not benefit. I hope you're getting me. Yes. I don't want you to miss God's presence. Don't just sit down and wait. What are you plugging into it? What are you going to use that power for? Some to, for some of us want to use it to curse our family. It's good for you. Come and waste all your time to use the available power and the presence of God to be cursing people. Me, I will take it to bless myself. After you've left here, they may be cursed, but you go with nothing. Plug in something. If you want a child, plug in. A faith of child for child. And that power is channeled through that faith and bring the result. I hope you're getting me. So God's presence is very, very important. But those who are sitting under also needed to do something. It doesn't just come. It comes. God has blessed all of us. You know that? With what? All what? But those spiritual blessings are where? In the heavenly places. So as we come to these meetings, be a participant. Don't just come and sit under a hand tension cable. Wishing that the high tension <laughs> will bring you power. <laughs> yes, it will pass over your head. <laughs> you will see it happening. <laughs> but you may not benefit from it. That is the few, the little advice I want to give to all of us. You need to prepare yourself and come to the very presence of God. I realize there's those who prepared themselves, who were ready, they got it. Jesus was passing. Many people were sick. Blind Bartimaeus, who have no eyes, can't see Jesus. Scream and call that, look, I don't have eyes, I have mouth. So any noise, anyone that passed by, he called him Jesus. Jesus, son of who? Have what? Then you might be passing by and he called Jesus. 
yes, son of man. Have mercy on me, sir. Am I Jesus? He never gave up. He continued calling until the presence passed. When the presence came around, the presence stood and said, somebody is drawing my attention. Bring that person to my presence. I know you want more, but I'm reserving those for Tuesday. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Friday. You know. Hallelujah. So invite somebody, bring somebody. God bless you.